Hey friend, how do you feel about silence? Is it awkward to you? Do you relish it? Do you look forward to the time, the part of your day when you can just have some peace and quiet? Well, I'm definitely a believer that silence is truly golden. That is kind of my mantra. Uh, Writer Thomas Kyle tells us about one of the virtues of silence in this quote, which I love, silence is the element in which great things fashion themselves together into the daylight of life. Speech too is great, but not the greatest. And that's exactly how I feel about silence and just being comfortable in the quiet. And that is what we're going to talk about today. Welcome to Badass Midlife, a podcast for women in midlife where we talk about past hangups, regrets, guilt, and how the ups and downs have made us into the resilient women we are today. We talk about what to let go of, how to move on, and how to do your midlife like a badass. Enjoy the show. Hey friends, happy Tuesday. Hope everybody is doing well today. Uh, It is a little bit cold. It's a cold Tuesday in February here, Um, but I love it. It is bright and sunshiny and you know, if you're going to have the cold, you might as well have the sun and it just kind of takes the sting out of that. This is the time of year when I just kind of feel like Okay, I love cold weather, but I'm kind of getting over it right now. So um, I'm ready. Uh, Again, it's a beautiful day, but we just uh, sometimes with winter, it's just like, okay, enough already. So uh, welcome to the show today. I want to talk a little bit about silence is golden. Now, friends, I would assume that a good part of uh, the people out there in this world are introverted. We don't notice those people a lot. And I am among those people because, you know, we're not the seekers of attention and we're not uh, the ones trying to be uh, the most noticed person in the room. But the other really interesting thing that I have come to learn about introverts is that we actually get our recharge from the times that we are alone and in the quiet. And I always just used to think that an introvert meant you didn't talk a lot in public and an extrovert meant that you did and that you were very comfortable walking up to people, but it really isn't about that. So studies tell us now that the real difference between the two is how do they recharge? And this is interesting to me because I have uh, my youngest daughter who she is an introvert but she has this tendency that is is the definer of what an extrovert is which is that as the night goes on and as she's around more and more people in a real stimulating environment she has more and more energy so as the night goes on and it's getting later and and she's just having fun she gets more and more wound up and so that's kind of what gives her that spirit for me it's the opposite I need silence. There's a point in the night where I just need to get away from people, get to my house, sit down, be alone, have a little bit of quiet. And then that's kind of how I rejuvenate. And I and I feel like that's pretty common. And I think in midlife, that is a thing that does happen, I think, more and more often. I mean, it's not because we're too old and we're getting tired, but it's just a thing that when you get to this point in life, you're like, listen, this is what I like to do at this point of the night. And 
some people might think it's weird, but this is just what I need. It's what I look forward to. And there's nothing wrong with that at all. But overall, I think that people that are that have that introverted tendency we kind of get a bad rap whenever we're choosing to just you know be more quiet and listen try to look for opportunities to be alone and just observe and honestly i don't really care that much about what uh, some other extroverted people might argue about that about that seeming like oh you're antisocial or it's boring i still wouldn't trade places for anything. So when I'm in a group of people and I'm talking and there's music and it's loud and it's just a a, a large group, it doesn't really do anything to charge me up or inspire me. But instead being alone kind of really really does now when you say oh let's you get to be alone for a couple hours turn on the fireplace get a glass of wine get your computer or a journal now we're talking i really embrace that notion that silence is golden and not just golden like it's really really magical But silence does something else that I only recently have started to understand. And I'm just curious if you notice this too. It's really something to think about. But when we're silent, something inside of us is going on and growing and it starts to give birth to creativity. It's very profound. So when you're just sitting, This is why journaling is so great, because when you are just sitting, you're actually saying, okay, brain, do your thing. Where do you want to go? And then you can just let those things spill out onto the page, right? And I wonder a lot, like, why whenever I am in a work environment and we're supposed to collaborate or brainstorm on a project or an idea, I literally become speechless. Just blank and no real good ideas come to me i'm so um i'm so impacted by the other people's thoughts the sounds the conversation that no creative juices flow at all absolutely none the best ideas for me really do happen when i'm quiet i let myself just go down all these little different roads I'm writing, I'm thinking, I'm doing some like snooping around like in my brain of like, oh, why did that person or why did that book or why did that event like really give me this response or reaction and just let my mind wander, dump out thoughts and just really have no influence from anything or anyone else. Because the truth is that silence really opens you up to think deeper without any kind of hesitation or structure. And then regardless of whether the thoughts are kind of absurd or whether they're really profound, it just feels like in those moments, like anything can happen. Because when you're sitting with yourself and just letting thoughts just go the way they wanna go, it does almost feel like you could do anything, like you're bulletproof, like, oh my gosh, like why not me? Why can't I do that? What would be the first thing that I would need to do to make that really turn into something? Something amazing just really does happen. There's a book, uh, 
called Quiet, The Power of Introverts in a World That Can't Stop Talking. <laughs> um, the writer is Susan Cain, and she contends that people who brainstorm or talk in a group or brain dump together, they actually generate fewer ideas than the same number of people that are in solitude working alone. She adds that solitude is a crucial and underrated ingredient for creativity. From Darwin to Picasso to Dr. Seuss, our greatest thinkers have often worked in solitude. You often hear about people like that, those crazy geniuses that, that need to be alone and that were always um, just in their own little world. That tracks. And it just really does turn out that there's truth behind that idea that when you rely just on data and external conversation from people, uh, it can actually cause you to burn out and really limit your ability to think creatively and think outside the box because without really realizing it, we are so impacted by external stimulus, like whatever it is, somebody's idea. All of a sudden you hear an idea and then you're kind of building your thoughts around that idea and the one you may have had just gets smashed. And it's something that I had to identify in myself as part of a, a leadership team in my company where it's like, I, a lot of people talk about collaborating and how it's so great to be a collaborator. And honestly, for some people, it's not, especially for those creatives among us uh, it actually stifles our thinking. It actually is harmful in the sense that my ideas get killed because now I am so quick to build thoughts around what somebody else has said. And it's not to say it would have ended up the wrong idea, but it really stops each individual person from coming up with something on their own. And so that's why I'm always an advocate for like, everybody just take this, go off. And if you want to collaborate with somebody and brainstorm, because that's what you guys prefer, then go do that. If you need to sit alone with this, go off alone and then bring back what you have come up with. So because introverts like me and maybe yourself, if you're not used to uh, allowing you know, that time, uh, it, it's a little bit weird at first, but if you can, in these types of situations, just give yourself that moment. If you're in there collaborating and you're just like, okay, nothing's happening, nothing's coming, that's fine, that's fine. Own that fact that it's not for everybody. You're not all meant to brainstorm and collaborate on ideas. Some of us are just meant to sit alone. And at first, when you really embrace that, um, you know, it can feel kind of weird because you're like, well, why can all these people sit and they're so they're having so much fun brainstorming? That's great. But people are all different. And even some introverts like ourselves, because of what we have that we're dealing with in midlife, because of some of the things in our past that we're trying to still work through, there might be a little bit of discomfort when you start to just sit down with your own thoughts and in the silence and just let things come to you. But that's just what midlife is about. Allow yourself that time to be quiet, to let all of that stuff come up and like ask yourself questions about it. 
Think about why that felt the way that it did in that time. Push through the awkward emptiness and the unease and then just allow yourself to go into creative thought and thinking and exploration. You just have to get past the idea that um, you need external information to process things from your past or from your life. Like you don't need to read a book all the time about how to get past something. Sometimes all you need is to sit alone and think creatively and just allow your mind to do whatever it's going to do. That's why meditation is such a valuable practice because you're allowing yourself to experience periods of very deliberate silence and that is when your brain is going to reset and really be open to receiving any and all inspired ideas. You might have noticed that sometimes creative ideas or some idea will come to you in the shower or when you're just going on a walk and you don't have your headphones and you're just listening to nature when you're daydreaming or just during the times of relaxation. A lot of times you'll get those aha moments, those ideas during that time when you're just alone and, and it's quiet and something something your mind does with that, that style of thought in that moment gives you this wonderful idea because it gives you a foundation to allow more things to build onto that without any intrusion or interrupting of other thoughts. Some really pretty famous cases in history prove that. In the book, The Happiness Track, Emma Sapala introduces this research from the University of California that finds that people are more creative when they let their minds wander. Now that's important. That's actually a study that has been written about from Stanford that's saying you are going to be more inspired and more creative when you sit and just let your mind go wherever it wants to go. Don't be too structured. Don't feel like you have to follow a plan, somebody else's plan. Uh, you, you should be at this point, but you're only here. What's wrong with you? You need to buy a book. You need to talk to someone. Sometimes you just need to let it go. So people like Tesla, like, like I mentioned earlier, like these people that are kind of those crazy geniuses, believe this with all their heart. Tesla said, be alone. That is the secret of invention. That is when ideas are born. So this doesn't mean that you need to actually plan time away. Because a lot of times people are like, I just need to get away and get away from my regular surroundings. You don't really need to do that to capitalize on these, you know, quiet times uh, to get those creative juices flowing, whatever it is that you want to do, whether it's that you want a change in your life, whether it's that you just want to commit to making a couple changes in your routine so that you have more fun and that you uh, just have more things to look forward to. Schedule those times throughout your day and your week and make time for this really deliberate solitude and quiet. Schedule it into your life. 
get up a little bit earlier and experience that pre-dawn little bit of dark and quiet solitude. That's my favorite. I love it. I think that it's the time when I can really just do a meditation, sit, just close my eyes and just let things come to me. Like, how did I feel yesterday? How do I feel right now? Why did I feel like that? What can I do today? What can I do better to feel, you know, like things are just a little bit more charged up? Maybe even get to work. If you go to work and you're just like, getting walking in when everyone's already there and the buzz of everything is happening maybe go a little bit earlier before everyone else so you don't have any distractions and you have a little bit of time to settle in look at your day and let the quiet and the free of distraction time give you some some thoughts some ability to just get organized maybe just get out in the middle of each day and go for a little walk give yourself that little bit of time to be quiet and just in your own thoughts or if you are a little bit of a night owl stay up later after everyone else is you know gone to bed and just allow some well-deserved late night alone time as much as you can remove all the distractions that you that you have by just disconnecting turning off your phone unplugging everything make your alone time a priority every day because when you can carve out even the smallest moments of intentional planned silence and solitude you're gonna notice that you are going to have ideas you're going to just come up with ideas about your life about what you want to do differently about something you want to try you're going to be liberated from shackles of what you have deemed in your life to be rules like there are rules to life i have to work this kind of job i have to work these days at these times on the weekends i have to do these things you know it's not really like that there really are very few things that are set in stone in your life that you have to abide in a certain way laws of our land right things that we have to do to you know keep a job but the rest of it you really have the ability to make changes and adjust and adapt and allow your mind to open up to just different thoughts because creativity to new ideas and thinking about new things that's all in you and it's around you everywhere and it will it will blossom if you allow it to with some alone time being alone is the absolute best way to channel that and friend listen I'm in my 50s. I don't even (laughs) want to say what. I'm in my late 50s, I guess. I've crossed over that midpoint. But the truth of the matter is that I've discovered this only recently, that I have been so dug in to what the expectations are of my life, of what I need to do every day. You just get so rooted into what you have to do that you really don't give yourself that time to just be like, okay, well, there's actually a very few things that I have to do in a certain way that have rules, right? That have boundaries. The other things I have put these boundaries, I have made these situations for myself that I'm not too happy about. And just like you made them, you can change them. 
but you're only going to get to that point when you allow yourself some free brain space and some quiet to think about it. You know, when you feel like you are in a rut, you need to ask yourself a few things, right? Like, what is it that I'm feeling right now? Where does it come from? I have rules that I have to do these things, right? Is that true? Like when you are feeling really stuck, you have to ask yourself those things and then end up with, and what do I want, right? What do I want? Because if you ask yourself that question and let yourself sit, you can start to peel back layers. Well, what do you want? Well, I want to feel good. Well, why don't you feel good? Because I'm tired. Well, why are you tired? Because da da da. And why? You know, because I'm bored. Because I do the same shit every day. Peel back the layers, and you will discover that there's something that you're doing, or some um, kind of framework that you've created for yourself that you feel like you have to do because you've done it for so long. Or maybe it's a new uh, pattern of things that other people have put or imposed on you and you feel like now you have to do it, but that's not real, right? Like I said, there's a very few number of things in your day-to-day that you absolutely have to do a certain way. Everything else, allow yourself the time and the space and the silence to really think and peel back layers to what it is that you want to do. How can you tap into your own creativity? Maybe you want to write, maybe you want to paint, maybe you want to learn to play an instrument, take a dance class, take a cooking class. My gosh, like life is so short that there are just literally hundreds of things that you could do if you just allow yourself the freedom to think about it and then make the time to do it. So friend, Silence truly is golden if you ask me. Find and protect with your life those moments in your day that you can actually get it because it is where the magic is. That's all I have for you today. Have a great rest of your day and I'll see you next time. Friends, if you enjoy the podcast, why not subscribe so you don't miss a thing? Leave us a five-star review or even a comment. I'd love to hear from you.